G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, over the weekend there were some significant protests on uh, about the Safe Schools program, perhaps the most significant of those protests in Victoria. Uh, I want to make a special welcome uh, to Ed Sparrius, who leads the Coalition Against Unsafe Schools. Ed's joining us. Hello, Ed. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Um, just just slight correction. Um, I don't lead it. I'm just a uh, part of a team that came alongside of Marzina Mantillo, who you had on uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, yes, and as we talk about Marzina, a very controversial conversation. A concerned mother who was uh, so upset by the effects of the Safe Schools program on her own family and of the families of other mothers uh, that she rubbed shoulders with, uh, that she decided that there needs to be something said and done about this, and and that was like the catalyst for the protests on the weekend. Is that the way the the foundation sort of happened for that, Ed? Yeah, that's, in, that's indeed the way it went. Uh, Marzina uh, sung, uh, as, you, as your listeners would have heard, had some uh, serious reactions to the teachings of Safe Schools, and uh, being a nurse, um, she eventually found out, uh, going to doctors and, and working with him, that it was the teaching in safe schools that had really upset him. Uh, she formed an organisation called Stand Up for Parents' Rights, Stop Sexualising Our Kids, and uh, then she started moving around and she also contacted other states and, and started the movement. Um, and she got involved uh, with Rise Up Australia as well. Um, and eventually, um, as trying to organise this weekend, sort of became a bit obvious that she needed some people who could come alongside her and uh, actually do the mechanics of, of organising the, the, the functions of the day. And so there was a group of people that got formed that I eventually joined and uh, we uh, we set up the day and, uh, and helped it to, to facilitate it, basically, to structure it and facilitate it. So you were part of the nuts and bolts. Uh, give us a little bit of a description about what happened uh, on the protest day. Now, we're talking Saturday here, aren't we? It was Saturday? Yes, it was. Well, the, the start of it all, other than a lot of prayer going on, God provided us the most perfect day you could have ever wanted. It was about 25 degrees, um, just slightly cloudy. It could not have been better weather. We sort of wondered whether it was going to rain. You know, we, we're very faithful people. We know God's going to look after us. But we still worry about things at times. Um, so the day was absolutely fantastic. We had a whole group, probably about 20 volunteers who came alongside to do all sorts of things and we met in the Treasury Gardens. If you know Melbourne, we've got our uh, Parliament House is on Spring Street and if you go, I think it's south, uh, there, there's the Treasury Gardens next to what was the old Treasury building and so the majority of the people assembled there uh, and then we marched up to the Parliament House, um, which is only probably about five, maybe ten minute march if you're, if you're walking slowly. Um, we we had a small group that went up to start with. It's a public space. We just want to make sure that... Sorry. Are you there? We, yep. uh, we, yeah, I, I am. Sorry, my um, my phone just uh, blipped out for a sec. Okay. Um, so we just wanted to make... We had a, it's a public space on the steps of Parliament House. We just wanted to make sure that we could uh, go there. So we sent a small group up there, put our sound equipment in, 
and then brought the rest of the people up and um, uh, then had the actual rally where we had speakers of, of varying uh, now Ed, you had a couple of you had a couple of speakers from the Victorian Parliament. Uh, how yep. did they? How were they received by the crowd? The speakers were terrific. We had uh, Rachel Cowan Jenkins, who's a, a conservative. We had Rosalie Cristiani, who is actually from the Casey Council, which is uh, down uh, in the southeastern uh, areas. We had Graham Watt from the Liberals and Stephen Campbell, who is a DLP uh, representative, uh, as well as Man- uh, Marzina talking. Uh, let's come to why you were protesting here, Ed, because Victoria uh, is seen to be the worst state uh, for this type of program, the Safe Schools program. With Listeners will be uh, familiar with that and they'll know that there was a review and that some of the states have done a review on that and softened the impact of it a little. But uh, as I understand it in Victoria, you've got the uncensored Ros Ward Marxist version of safe schools. It's continuing, and uh, the premier there wants to roll that out right across the state by the state by the end of the year. Is that the way you see the the, the brand of safe schools in Victoria? Yep, absolutely. Certainly, in state schools to start with, we've been told that it's going to be rolled out across all the safe schools, and that's happening now. Uh, it's not something that parents can withdraw their uh, children from. Uh, it's interwoven through a number of different subjects, so it's not like you've got one sexed class that you can say, okay, well, I want my kid not to be there. Uh, and even if you did, it is against the law. In Victoria, you have got to attend those classes or you're breaking the law and uh, parents who don't ensure their kids do that uh, can then come under the the, uh, the law's um, directions to do so. Describe what your personal concerns might be because we talk about things like graphic sexual content in these programs, uh, children uh, from a very young age being exposed to them. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on on what you've seen of that program? Yeah, sure. I've actually got the entire Safe Schools um, program for secondary. Uh, we got that off the Safe Schools site last year and I should say uh, that they've become very cunning, make it very hard to get anything there anymore. They have uh, got such a backlash from parents that they've now cut many of the links so you can't get the information. The, the, the initial thing is that what they're teaching kids is gender fluidity. Uh, as a child, when you're born, you're not a boy or a girl. It doesn't really matter how you're genetically put together, uh, what your body looks like. What really matters is what's in your mind. And so um, when you are born, what they really want ultimately on your birth certificate is not this is a boy or a girl. They just want this is a baby. And then at some stage, that baby can decide whether their gender, and it's been a very subtle change from your sex to your gender because your gender is fluid, um, what exactly you are. Now, that is put to children as young as four and five. One of my relatives works in a, in a kindergarten for, or preschool for a while and was finding books on the shelves in Victoria already now uh, talking about this gender thing to young children. It is unscientific. It is unproven. And yet it is being taught in our schools alongside of maths and English and science subjects as though it is the real thing. And that is a huge concern because when children go through their teens, uh, if you if you listen to Professor John um, Whitehall from uh, the university, I think it's Sydney, Western Sydney University, he says in their teens, 10% of children have some sort of same-sex attraction, confusion, the vast majority of those, 90% odd, by the time they're 25, they've aligned with what their physical bodies say. If you then start dealing with them and you put sexual content to them, you say to them, 
you you know you can be whatever you want it adds to the confusion when when their identities are forming and that is a huge concern and that is all part of safe schools and a social experiment that's happening and significantly in victoria but other states as well look you've got an election coming up in victoria victorians will be able to have their say on election day in november do you anticipate this being a huge election issue i mean is there such a grassroots public backlash against this that you think it will become an an issue for the election let me put it this way. We had 500 people turn up on Saturday, which is a reasonable sort of crowd. Um, we really only started the hardcore advertising for the Saturday and saying, make sure you come two and a half, three weeks before the date, simply because of the way events had gone. So in a few weeks, 500 people turned up. We said to Daniel Andrews, or just publicly gave a message, either he listens to us or we're going to really ramp this up. We will be looking at doing a lot more activity, and it is, we will make it an election issue. If he does not listen, we will make it one. Now, last year there were some petitions that were circulating, ones that started with the Australian Christian Lobby, and I imagine that uh, there's a friendship, but there's not an alignment there with the Australian Christian Lobby for the Coalition Against Unsafe Schools? Is this a separate organisation, or is there support happening? What, how does that work, Ed? Okay, so it is a bit separate. Um, I met with Dan Flynn a few weeks ago. He was really terrific in the advice that he gave us um, uh, in that uh, we talked about security and how police and and security people should interact, and we took his advice, and that worked fantastic to the point that the police, at the end of the rally, came to us and thanked us for how well-behaved the crowd was, how orderly it was, and that was a result of Dan's advice. And then a few days before the rally, they sent out emails across uh, Victoria to let people know that the rally was in progress. Now, on Saturday, when you were having your protest rally, uh, you didn't anticipate that somehow or other the Premier would roll over and change it all uh, by today, Monday. Uh, You're anticipating that this is going to grow, and while you had your rally on Saturday, uh, you're anticipating this may be the first of many. What's your next move? Uh, Is there something else planned? We're meeting in two weeks to determine what we're going to do, um, but uh, we, the thoughts go that we could totally let a drop across the state and make parents aware. The, the issue that we have, and this is a good example, I've gone to two churches in the last few weeks, and at both churches I said, how many people have heard of safe schools? Half a dozen hands go up. How many people know the contents? One church, one hand went up. People have no idea what the contents of safe school is. And the problem is the very first class that these kids go to, they are told what is said in the class, what happens in the class, stays in the class. You do not tell parents. And so parents have no idea. The only way you're going to know what your child is being taught is by actually saying, what is the teacher saying? I need to know. All right. Well, churches are not talking about it clearly. Uh, You've tested the waters there, and if you're in a church and only half a dozen hands go up and say we're concerned about safe schools, uh, it says a lot about uh, what Christians who are in the pews might be either being uh, taught or informed about or whether they're even concerned. I mean, how how much of a concern is that to you if there are uh, Christian churches that don't even know about this? Absolutely huge. The Bible tells us that God created man and woman. That's what the Bible said. He didn't say he created a man who thinks he's a woman or a woman who thinks he's a man. Or I think we now have, and I don't, I've sort of lost the count, but I think theoretically there's 250 genders that you can select somewhere between being male and female, 
um, being in love with trees, being in love with cars. There's all sorts of uh, variations of this whole gender attraction thing. That is, and all this is being affirmed as being okay. Kids are being told in class, this is fine. You know, if you want to be in love with a tree and say you're a tree-loving person, that's fine. And as silly as that sounds, that's what our kids are being taught. And this is all just an ideology. Ultimately, Marxism um, is trying to destroy the family unit because that way you can destroy a culture and you can take control. That's, that, that's the real thing that's behind all this. And I know that sounds um, way up there, but it is the underlying part. And we need to understand that this is Satan driving all this and it is, is very quickly coming to the whole world. I mean, five years ago, we didn't have any of this. You look now, it is spread everywhere and it's just unbelievable. All right. Well, Ed, I'll point people, you must have a website, uh, the Coalition yep. Against Unsafe Schools. Is that yep. what, is that so, what, if someone Googles that, they'll be able to find your website? I don't think quite so. We, we built a couple of programs, built our website for us. They stayed up 24 hours a couple of weeks ago, but if you go to www.spoc-aus.com, um, you'll find our website on there. There's a number of videos. Um, we will improve that website over the next few weeks so that it's, it's more interactive, but at this stage you can go there and you can actually you can actually go and have a look at the minus 18, which is what our kids get to go and have a look at. Um, where it teaches kids how to breast bind girls if they want to be boys so that you can't see their breasts, or boys to uh, penis tuck, as they call it, so they look like girls, and a whole lot of other advice to our students. Now, this is the site that our students are being given, so we have a link to that. We have a link to our Facebook page, which you can apply, and it's a closed page. You can apply for it, and you will be allowed in if, obviously, uh, uh, it's appropriate. Um, and then we will keep people updated. And there's a number of videos, particularly George Christensen did a great video before the same-sex marriage campaign outlining what's in safe schools. If parents have any, any queries, have a look at that. It, it gives so much information. We showed this to our security people when we first approached them to do the job for us, and they were just floored, absolutely floored. They just sat there with their mouths open going, you're, you're kidding Mm, and yeah. that's the same thing, same reaction we're having from any parents that are looking at these things. It is disturbing, and uh, listeners will be pleased to know uh, that a new group is forming, and uh, it's not to diminish the other uh, lobby organisations that have already been involved in this battle uh, against the Safe Schools program, but uh, you might like to check that out as a listener to our conversation today, SPOC AUS. Dot com. Uh, that's the new website from the Coalition Against Unsafe Schools. Uh, you heard there's some resources on there. You can check out what is being protested. Uh, the Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews, he is determined uh, to make sure that the safe schools is mandatory in all government schools. And uh, as a Christian, you might have your concerns about that. You might like to be a part of keeping up to date, becoming informed about what the next moves might be when it comes to protests. Ed Sparius is from the Coalition Against Unsafe Schools. Ed, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Lovely. Thank you, Neil. Have a lovely day. God bless. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.